0: Radio Free Cybertron. <laughs> Transformers. Rewind.
1: Transformers.
2: Oh, All It's over. Halloween, we're doing Autobot Spike, the Transformers Frankenstein story. Mm-hmm.
0: Should I use my new size, my power to help the world, like Optimus Prime does? Uh, no! Why should I? I'm
2: not like Prime. I'm a monster! Now, Sparkplug's been feeling a little bit left out of Wheeljack and Ratchet's Mad Scientist Club, so he's taken it upon himself to build a robot out of a collection of spare Autobot parts. But as soon as his robot is activated, it sets to wrecking the control room. And you know, somehow this just seems kind of familiar. Hmm. Uh, Sparkplug's Autobot X is soon disabled, but before it can be moved to the Bad Ideas closet, the Autobots are alerted to the Decepticons attacking a rocket base. (laughs) Another Autobot? Even if it
3: works, who needs it? Hey, look, Dad did it! Autobot X is alive! You see, Wheeljack? <laughs> You're not the only mad scientist around here. Hmm.
2: Maybe I can do
3: something to improve on your model spark plug. You better do it fast,
2: Wheeljack. Look. supposed to do that everything of value at the rocket base is accidentally destroyed during the battle and to cover the Decepticons retreat Megatron fires on Bumblebee who happens to be carrying Spike at that moment Spike is critically injured by the attack but hey at least Bumblebee will make a full recovery Uh, Spike's doctors say that the operations needed to save Spike will likely prove fatal unless Spike's mind could be held elsewhere for a while if only there was some suitable robot body conveniently going unused at the moment oh wait a minute
3: A little time, Bumblebee. I should be able to fix you up,
0: but Spike will require immediate medical attention if he is to survive.
1: I'll get him to the hospital fast, I'll provide an escort to get him there faster.
3: Hmm. If only there were a way of separating Spike's
2: mind from his body while we work. Uh, Wheeljack and Sparkplug transfer Spike's mind into Autobot X, but there's a little problem. Spike is having great trouble adjusting to the situation, making him confused and quick to anger. And watching this adaptation of Frankenstein on Teletran One didn't help much either. And so Spike runs away. Enjoying the movie, Spike?
0: Uh, yeah, Wheeljack. Thanks for patching Teletran-1 into that TV station. I beg of you, Dr.
3: Frankenstein! Do not go through with this unholy experiment! This creation of yours made from mismatching
0: parts and an evil brain is a monster who will
1: destroy us all!
0: Nonsense! He will be grateful for the giant, powerful body I've given him. You see, Doctor,
1: you've created a monster. A monster. No.
0: A monster. That's what you turned me into.
2: Megatron learns of the situation and wants to take advantage of Spike's unstable mind and turn him against the Autobots. Despite initially attacking him, Spike is easily manipulated by Megatron's words. Uh, Bumblebee finds out and leads the other Autobots to where Spike is, but they're unwilling to fight him for fear of harming Spike's mind. However, after accidentally blasting Sparkplug off a cliff, Spike comes to his senses and saves his father and turns his body's abilities against the Decepticons then with the life-saving operations completed Spike's mind is returned to his human body and Autobot Spike is never mentioned again
0: oh it's so hard to think don't let them confuse you Spike destroy them Spike Spike what are you doing Spike why are you attacking your friends Spike you you saved my life son thanks dad it was me who put you in danger in the first place can you ever forgive me spike
3: there's nothing to forgive what <laughs> i mean this is all this episode it's like. None of this makes sense. It sure is a season two episode, isn't it? Holy, it's the, very, it's the shit very of Nikes. first season the two episode, very first season two episode. Yes, mm. it set the tone because man, <laughs> none of this makes
1: sense. Okay, we're gonna operate on you and put your mind in another body because that's freaking possible in any realm of any whatever you know. Because the doctors are like, I'm sorry, the best thing to do is remove your consciousness from your body while well, we're operating. I, you know.
2: I I've been thinking about that and some I kinda wanna think that the original intent was for the doctor to say Okay, we need to remove his brain from his body and hold it somewhere else because this is going to destroy his brain if we operate on him. But for whatever reason they had to change it to transplant his mind to another container. That doesn't make any sense either. It's convenient. Except it kind okay. of fits in with the whole Frankenstein thing, though. It you know? does, I and mean, I get that. But, okay, but see, then
1: then there's this part where for some reason Spike can be manipulated. Like, his mind's in there, but it's not. It would be... And then it's the rehash
3: of the Dinobot episodes. It's wow. just, it would be more convenient or more true to the Frankenstein story if, like, you know, if Spike was torn into pieces and then reassembled like with the robot instead of just being <laughs> okay. instead of just being like you know the, the body is there and it has a brain trans you know transferred to it um, I mean here Franken- we
1: are <laughs> but then here we are years later and we're just like ripping a guy up and putting him inside a robot body so you know whatever I like that I mean that would be much better
2: well, I mean, would, that, would that be more like Robocop instead of Frankenstein yes
3: it was the <laughs> 80s so the, this episode came out in 1985, so it would be, like, right around the same time. It would be perfect. Perfect.
2: What's that, RoboCop 87? Right, right around the
3: same time. It's yeah. closer than, like, 1933.
2: <laughs> Good
1: argument, Brian. You win that one. So, my,
3: my, my favorite, so, it, so, like I said, it's 1985. This came out, oh, like 10 months after Heavy Metal War. Uh, Something like that. So Optimus had to make a point to remind the viewers who all the Autobots were. So when they rolled out, you know, Optimus like, you know, Huffer, Gears, you know, uh, Ironhide, transform and roll out, and you're gonna look at some of these guys on the show. Yeah, it was. It was. was (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, this is like the beginning of Megatron's really dumb ideas. It's like his master plan in this episode was to use Spike to destroy the Autobots. That's like that's like getting that's like getting my uncle with the transplanted like liver to like try to destroy me. I mean, he's frail and weak and helpless. I think he uh, can take it, Brian. I don't yeah, know. Those, those are fighting <laughs> words, buddy. I'm like I'm like you know just with the rejection alone. I mean, he, he's like here. I'm taking
2: away your steroids. You're gonna die. You know. Um, well, yeah, I, but it will take him several hours to die. Whereas, you know, he could kill you in a matter of minutes.
3: I just don't get I just don't get it. I just do not get it. Um, but this episode is creepy as hell.
1: Yeah, it is really yeah. creepy. I mean, no matter how you slice it, like, this is just, it, it's, a, it's a creep fest for sure. It's just like Spike in a weird body and then he's acting strange and doesn't really have control of himself
3: and, ugh. Actually, my uncle doesn't either, but it's his bowels he has no control over. Right. And that's different, but also scary. It is. (laughs) So so the way Spike reacts to, like, the episode of Frankenstein when he's just sitting there watching TV, it's eerily reminiscent of, like, sick days from school as a kid. Especially, like, when I had a fever and, like, the world was, like, you know, passing, like, really slow and things didn't make sense. I was just sitting there and watching TV and getting confused. I call that life. Yeah. (laughs) So I I don't know. It's just so I can sort of connect with Spike a little bit. But I didn't have that moment. Was like I could be like Optimus Prime. I could save lives. No, screw it. I'm gonna kill everybody. That's what I'm gonna do. I just, I, I just don't get it. It's definitely season two, and it's like the first season two episode, and it just, honest, honestly, for the most part, it goes downhill. If you can believe. Well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are there are some winners out there
2: that like. I mean, you know, even this is not like a favorite episode at all. It's no child's play, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> but, well, I mean, what is? Yeah, I know. But yeah. but I mean, this episode. Um, I I wonder if kids. I wonder if people like now watching the DVDs who like don't remember this. Watch the season one DVD, and then they get to this. I wonder if they notice any sort of I don't know decline in quality. Not that not that season one is like by any stretch a masterpiece. But the narrative quality of the episodes just like it just plummets from season no, one. No, you know now what
2: a ma- what is a masterpiece of season three. Oh god, season three is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> season,
3: so awful. Season
2: three is amazing.
1: Yeah, season three has the higher m- highs and lower lows. Amazingly awesome.
3: I can't say it's got lower lows than season two, but it's got it's got some really low lows. Dude, the so, Rob, the
1: hands low, down buddy. worst episode ever of Transformers is in season three.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rob, now that I've stolen your one observation on this episode, what do you have to, uh, what do you have to think about this?
0: That is an excellent question. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, ma- mainly, you know, a- as usual, <clears throat> the Autobots are stupid. I mean, Wheeljack, yeah. thanks, thanks for setting the TV up for me, Wheeljack. Sure, <laughs> here's the one thing on the entire television that might relate to your condition and might, might make you go berserk.
2: Here, have fun, I'm going away. Uh, well, you know, Wheeljack is an engineer, he's not a psychologist. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, he couldn't even make Dinobots work right the first try, so. Yeah. First or second. Uh, well, short circuit
3: out by this point, <laughs> I mean, that might have been a better choice than Frankenstein. Short
2: <laughs> Short circuit. Get the rights wow. to it, like the like, like the actual movie clips of the actual movie. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, they
1: show the live action. Yeah. Or
2: batteries <laughs> it, not like watching- It wasn't like watching Muppet <laughs> Babies. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah exactly. Or, or
3: batteries not included. They could have gone that route. Yeah. Oh God, Jessica Tandy. Yeah, that would drive anybody nuts. <laughs> God. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Right. I Jessica can't. Tandy, in, a, I, in a, Evening gown. Not, not that no. I'm not that I'm the one to do it, but I really can't give you any like deep insights into this episode. There's really nothing. There isn't any. There's nothing deep to the episode. Yeah.
1: Like, what, what are you going to dive into? Let's sink our teeth into. Oh wait, no. There's. It's a rehab. That's really rehab. all there is. Hmm.
0: I think the thing that really stands out to me, though, is that how how leading all the dialogue is. Yes. I mean, not not just <laughs> you know, not, both in the both in with the doctor and. With Frankenstein on the TV later, you know, the doctor, if only there were some insane-ass method of getting someone's brain out of their body so that we could, you know, do this surgery. And then, you know, with with the the Frankenstein thing almost reading off a checklist of what is going through Spike's mind just so he can go nuts and smash things up. It's just, you know, they, they are leading the audience yeah. by the nose. I think they must have figured there are two-year-olds watching it. Even this.
3: as a kid, I can never understand how they transferred the mind of yeah. Spike
2: oh, into well, anything else. Brian, that, Brian, that's easy. Wheeljack built a machine to do it. I
3: know, but I'm just saying,
2: <laughs> I, mean,
3: I, I, can under, I can in some crazy way understand them maybe copying it You know, in some sort of incomprehensible future way, but it's kind of like a transporter in Star Trek. Basically, you kill the one thing to recreate it someplace else. So they basically had to – basically, when they dumped Spike's brain into the robot, he became a vegetable. I mean he wasn't in stasis. He wasn't anything. He was a vegetable, and who knows what on earth actually got transferred back into his brain after it got transferred to bits.
1: Just imagine then what happens when he like goes back to being a transformer when like he becomes
3: – like, It's like trying to photocopy a photograph. You don't get it back just
2: right. It's a little different, yeah. It's a little I can only different. hope there's, like, a full copy of Pong somewhere in his brain now.
3: <laughs> that would know, be a little DLC. I, I, wonder if a, I wonder if there's a floppy disk somewhere in Autobot headquarters that, like, that like Will, Jack, Will Jack pulls out. He's like, I got you, you little son of a bitch. You
2: know?
3: God. I don't you
1: know, headquarters do seem really cool, and so you watch the Prestige. And then you're like,
2: oh my god, no! Yeah. Before, before we wrap this up, there is one quote from the episode that I really was amused by. When the general at the rocket base is like, aren't these things amazing? And Optimus is saying, yes, that's mighty impressive. And then he's like off to the side with Ironhide for primitive technology. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I think that we, great,
1: kid.
3: <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think we can agree that this is the best episode of Transformers ever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, so. that's what I got from this conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah sure. It's a, it's a-